Welcome everyone, coming to you on the VETN channel, Virtuous Entertainment TV Network. Small Talk's newest episode, The Talk Show, Parenting, with guest Yeti Williams of Lagos Mums as we sit and discuss parenting. Yeti Williams. Entrepreneur, founder, and parenting coach. Creator of Lagos Mums The Parenting Show. As a parenting coach, I'm here to help you design your life for abundance. Design your life and be an intentional parent with the help of a parenting coach. Work-life balance. Gratitude. Learn, dream, and set goals. Lagos Mums work smart. Lagos Mums think big. Contact us today. Telephone number, plus 44 area code 778-752-5391. Email address, yetiwilliams at gmail.com. Educating global leaders for a better tomorrow. Welcome to Small Talk. Come together with me and experience the places as we dance Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Small Talk. It's been a minute, and uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for the love, for the care, the support, uh, all the messages that I received during my time of illness. I just want to say you guys are amazing. And um, yeah, Jehovah, as Rafa, has proven himself all over again, and we thank God for good health. It is not something that you take for granted. It is indeed your wealth. So without any further ado, I just want to say thank God today for a beautiful young lady that I have met and um, come to know and love very, very dearly. Her name is Yeti Williams. Hi, Yeti, and welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Jackie, for having me on here. And I praise God that you are here and hearty yes. and doing well and yes. you're back on your feet. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. So... Yeti is a rare find, and I say a rare find simply because um, her area of involvement involves parenting, something that we're all very familiar with. And um, there is no, you know, it's, it's interesting that this is one of the areas that we have no real manual for. We have no real compass except our natural God-given instincts for most of us. But then there are some parenting horror stories as well, which we really won't deviate into. Today, we're here to accentuate and discuss the positive and also to let people know that there are resources out there. You know, uh, as we see the world turning upside down, we need to know where to go and who to contact, right? So, Yeti, you are here to tell us about your story and I just want you to do that with as much freedom as you care to. Um, I'll pause if I find something that I really want to talk about. But for right now, I want you to share, you know, the how did you get started? What is this all about? And before I forget, Yeti is from the beautiful country of Nigeria. So it's a whole different perspective being from the Caribbean to mm -hmm. what we see here in the U.S. So go ahead, Yeti. Fantastic. Thank you so much again for inviting me on here. And it's great. It's, been, it's an honor to be able to share my story and also to do with a very different audience. You know, um, it's really exciting when you realize there are no limitations. First of all, we know there are no limitations or distance in the spirit. But then when we look at what technology offers us today, mm -hmm. the truth is we can harness it for good. Yes. And I think for me, that's the big message in the world that we live in today. It's a digital age. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of research. Like you said, there are three things I say we don't have a manual for, we don't go to school for, 
And they're the three most important things that will take us through our lives. The first one is there's no school of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Most people get married and then figure it out. Yeah. Um, there's no school for parenting. After children, I say a parent is born every time a child is born. Mm. We have five children. We have five different parents showing up for each child. Mm-hmm. And the third school we don't go to is the school of wealth creation. Mm. We all just, once again, go to school. The idea is you get a job. Maybe now we have more entrepreneurs, but at the end of the day, when it comes to real wealth creation, most of us don't go to a school for that. So those are three areas that I feel that a lot of us have to figure out as an adult on our own. Sometimes we're blessed to have great examples to you to tap into, but not everybody does, right? Mm-hmm. And for something to work and continue to work well, I believe it needs to be systemized. If there's a system around success, it's easier to plug and play into that success model and story. So let me step back to how did I get into this, on this mountain of um, parenting? Now, I'm a middle child, and growing up, I was always the one that would ask questions. You know, I was always the one that would, quote-unquote, push back and say, and say, but why? Why do we have to do it that way? Who says we have to do it that way? So I was that really inquisitive child, and I can just imagine if I grew up in the days of Google. My goodness, I would probably have been on there all the time. And so when I became a new mom, I had just gotten, I had just gotten married two years into my marriage, Moved back to Nigeria because I had been in the U.S. for about 11 years after high school in Nigeria. And so I became a mix of I'm a Nigerian, but I've spent about 10, 11 years, you know, in the U.S. from the age of 16 till about 26. So that formed who I was a little bit as a young adult, as a woman, as a fresh, you know, freshly married um, woman. And I had a lot of questions around work-life balance, having it all, who says we have to have it all. You know, that's, and that's why I gave that background of growing up. I was always that child that would question and say, why? Who says that's how it's done? Therefore, we shouldn't question. I was always that kind of child. So I think when I became a new mom myself, um, I wanted to make sure that I was parenting kind of on my terms. Right. with information that was useful to me. Mm-hmm. And I also had identified certain things with my parents. I mean, with my parents, I love my parents, but there were certain things I knew I didn't want to repeat, for, sure, for example. And so I was doing a lot of going online. And what I found was there was very little that spoke to me as a mother who was from Nigeria, living in Nigeria. A lot of the resources that I was coming across were based out of the U.S. and the U.K. And I said, you know, there's a nuance to being a Nigerian mother, a Nigerian wife. And that was what I wanted to create community and conversation around. So that's what led me to start Lagos Moms when I had two children at the time. I still have two children, but it was a toddler and a baby. And I was talking about work-life balance. What does that mean? What does it mean to raise a child in today's day and age? And one thing that stood out to me back then, because I started my blog in 2011, when the children were two and a brand new baby. And one thing that stood out to me clearly was that we were in the digital age and things were going to be different. How it would be different, I didn't know, but I just knew that parenting was going to shift and we had to transform to be effective parents in today's day and age. Mm -hmm. So really that was the journey of it. I started the blog as Lagos Moms just to be a resource for other mothers to connect. 
And you know, when they say hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty, we can go a little bit into what's happened since then. But 2011, July 2011, actually, was when I launched the blog called Lagos Moms. And I have continued to do that. What it's 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 grown in different directions, it is leaped into different areas. But at the core of it, we're talking about family, about parenting, about being a woman who is fully who, who knows who she is, why mm-hmm. she's here, mm-hmm. and who realizes that being a wife and a mother, that's not the only thing you put on earth. Mm. Those are those are great blessings, but that's not the only thing we're here for. Now, you're saying something that's so powerful. So you realize that you're more than just a mom. You're more than just a wife. You're more than just, um, you know, everything that your profession, if you have one, has ordained you to be. Um, Let's talk about that just a little bit, because uh, there are so many mothers who are caught up in basically living their children's lives that they they technically lost themselves. And, And, you know... I don't know. For some people, that's a sign of great frustration. To some, it's, um, I, I, I want to say it's one of those places that you really don't want to be in because it's very depressing when you don't know who you are. How, how did you and how has your organization helped mothers to, to, to navigate through that? Right. It's very personal for me because my mom made it very clear to us that she made certain decisions from a career perspective and a life perspective to put us first. Mm. And what I saw was someone who had, and still has, so much potential, but it was, she chose because that was how she was socialized and how she was raised, that you had to pick between work and family almost, right? Mm. And so she chose family. But I always had it in the back of my mind that, you know what? And I said, and I, and I guess that's where that my question is that who says we can't have it or what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And so when I became, a, when I got married, first of all, I made sure I married a friend, someone who saw me as an individual, not as somebody to just have babies, mm-hmm. sit at home, you know? So it was very important that the person I chose as a partner was also somebody who saw me as an individual, right? right? So for me, it was very personal. I saw my mom and I saw it go into that phase where we have a great relationship now, but I will be open to say we had a rocky time where there was a sense of, I put everything on hold for you guys and kind of like, now what? And you, I could sense that. So I always said, you know what? I'm going to be different. And I think it's important for women as well to realize that a husband doesn't complete you. Mm-hmm. Children don't complete you. Mm-hmm. They're a great addition to your life. Yes, we are blessed. Well, if, we are, if we are married, we're blessed. If we have children... But there are women who will not have either of those two. And that doesn't mean they're any less mm-hmm. than the woman who's married or has children. So for me, it's really been how do we ensure that we show up as our full selves? Mm-hmm. Because you also cannot be a great parent. You can't be an intentional parent, which is a lot of what I talk about as a parenting coach. If you yourself are not whole, there's no way exactly. you can be a great parent if you mm-hmm. feel half of who you could be. Mm. so that's a lot of what we do and i work with a lot of women to say you don't have to say either or just understand the season of life you're in mm-hmm. and then you use that season well so that when you come into another season you can enjoy that season fully as well 
Hmm. Now, are you finding it uh, as a parenting coach to be something that mothers can benefit from having someone to help them to navigate through the stress and the strain? Because I, I know you um, you have an organization and we're going to segue into that in one minute. Um, are you finding that that is, um, say, a necessary component, that, that sister village, as it were, to help you to, to navigate the, uh, the ins and outs of parenting? I would say it's very helpful. You know, coaching as a whole is a is a relatively newer industry. Right. You know, mm-hmm. most people then, well, you know, if you think of coaching, you're t- thinking about the typical sports coach, mm-hmm. right? So the whole idea of a life coach, of all these coaches that now have niches, like a niche of a parenting coach, it's relatively new. And I remember when I started out, I can't say I had ever seen or heard of a parenting coach so that's why i know for me some of this was divine assignment because when i started it like i said 2011 mm-hmm. it's a very different playing field now mm-hmm. back then it was literally like being a quote-unquote disruptor in the space like what do you mean parenting coach everybody's been a parent before what do you think <laughs> you bring to the table and that was the enemy kind of whispering to my head like mm-hmm. what do you think you're saying that's different mm-hmm. so i remember in 2014 when god laid it on my heart to have my to have a physical event called the parenting conference and to bring mm. parents together mm-hmm. to talk about parenting. And my first response when that dropped in my spirit was like, who's going to come and attend a parenting conference? Everybody knows what it means to be a parent. But I believe that provision comes after obedience. Correct. So I said, all right, there's a reason he's dropped this in my spirit. The next thing he said was, um, I hear from God quite clearly. And the next thing he said was, don't tie it to church. Have mm. it as a, have it as a, standalone offering mm-hmm. church will come to you but have it as an event that speaks to parents right you're not going to deviate from your values but it's not about tying it to a church building mm-hmm. and i said okay so the first time i went to have this event i got in touch with a hotel that had just opened in lagos nigeria brand new spanking and god said you're going to have it at that event at that venue and i said oh, come on now well how am i going to afford that <laughs> right <laughs> But because of this spirit of, hey, you know what? What's the worst that's going to happen? I reached out to the manager there. I pitched the idea. I said, this is relatively new. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what Lagos Month has been set up to do. And the theme that I got for that first event, honestly, divine dropping into my spirit was called that first event, Raising a Global Citizen. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> and for, for what, 10 years ago, that was pretty like... Okay, if you say it now, you're almost like, ah, yeah, global citizen. Yeah, we're all global. But back then, it was a little like, oh, okay, what's that about? And the idea was almost from a storytelling perspective is we're not going to bring it together to talk about how to discipline a child, which Mm -hmm. is typical African, my child obedience, you know? But (laughs) how do you raise a global citizen? That opens Mm -hmm. a whole new world of conversation. Mm -hmm. It's not about right or wrong. It's about let's discuss what it means to be in the world that we live in today. And so anyway, that's how we did it. You know, we had that. And what I saw as people came out, we had the event, we spoke, was people having an awareness that you don't have to, you shouldn't just copy and paste how you were raised and say, but I turned out fine. Mm. I actually asked, did you? (laughs) You know, like the way you were raised, does that Mm. mean you should do copy and paste today? No. So I have found that people who get that ability to step away and Think about parenting from a very different perspective. What does it mean to be intentional? What does it mean to think about discipline from a positive perspective? 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of change that you can bring to parenting, especially as an African parent. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. Yeah. That's absolutely powerful. Now, you're saying something. You've you've basically changed the narrative, um, and it's basically in line with what's happening right now in 2023. Um, I say to my daughter all the time, you are raising four world changers, and the essence of, of a world changer is someone who has a very healthy perspective, not only of themselves, but are uh, current with what's happening in the world, within the world, and your place and your position in the world to make that difference. So unless somebody's um, ministering, I would say positively, or that, 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 you know, keeping that narrative on course, um, that way, you know, as I said, every, um, revolutionary world leader or every visionary um, world leader that I've ever come across has always been revolutionary from the beginning. So it's a, it's a mm. very refreshing perspective. I, I love the, the way you've coined it um, as it relates to what's next. So let's talk a little bit about um, Lagos Moms and, and the, mm. the global village that you have um, deliberately been building. Mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I started Lagos Moms, you know, it was really, I would say then it was very small thinking. It was just, hey, I'm a mom in Lagos and I'm sure there are other moms who are curious about how to be the best parent possible, navigate work-life balance, you know, be, be old and be um, right here in Lagos, Nigeria. So the idea then of that blog was to be a forum to connect other mothers. Mm-hmm. I also, I should also say here that part of what helped me with pushing out to create this e-village because that's what I call it. It's an e-village is that when I had my, when I had my first child, um, I argued quite a bit with my mom and mom-in-law. So (laughs) yeah, I was just going to say with a Nigerian mom. Okay. Do tell (laughs) with a Nigerian mom and a Nigerian mother-in-law, both graduates. (laughs) My mother-in-law, my mother-in-law is a doctor. She practiced Mm. for many years. She has four Mm. children. Mm. My mom has a, has a degree in literature. So Mm. these are educated women who raised between them seven children. Wow. So who was this girl who's had a baby now? And she's asking questions like that. Mm. So things like I decided to breastfeed exclusively for six months. And for them, they couldn't understand why, why would you ha- why would you do that? You know, there's this formula. Why are you stressing yourself? Mm. So they were trying to help me, like just get a good night's sleep. But I had gotten it into my head. I had done this research that said that is the best for your child for the first six months, unless mm. for whatever reason you can't. But mm-hmm. if you can, it's the best thing to strive. Right. So I decided, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so that was one of the first sticking points we had when they were like, oh, the child is not going to be full. The child needs water. I'm like, no, the baby doesn't need water. The doctor said and research said that if your baby is on exclusive breast milk, they're getting everything they need. You know, the milk starts out light then it gets thicker and towards the end of the feed, it gets lighter. And I think they were just like, what's, what's wrong with this girl? We, we raised you before, didn't we feed, you know? <laughs> so those were some of the little sticking points early. And I remember thinking, so what I did was I can be a bit cheeky. And so I, when, I, when I had my child in the US and they sent me home with all this formula, right, to, to be in the baby kit that I took home. And when I noticed that one day they wanted to serve my baby, my daughter um, formula, because I was sleeping and they didn't want to wake me up, I threw out all this formula. I gave it away. And I gave it not- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if he's not in this house, you're sure going to have to wake me up to feed, feed her. 
<laughs> You're right, that it was cheeky, <laughs> but but necessary. <laughs> Those were some of the genesis of you know what things are a little bit different from how maybe it was done. We have a lot more research now. We know that mm. you know what da 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 da. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was the beginning of it all. So I started Lagos Moms thinking, you know what? I'm sure there are other mothers who who could do with a community or who could do with asking somebody else that's going through motherhood mm-hmm. at this same time with them. So that's how that started. Mm-hmm. I was I love writing. I've always been a writer from childhood, which mm-hmm. is why when I work with women, I I tend to ask them, "What were you passionate about as a child?" Right. It hasn't gone away. You exactly. might have shelved it. You <laughs> might have evolved, but it's still in there somewhere. I was always a writer. I would write little story books, mm-hmm. and so I became a blogger. I started as a blogger, right? But then a few years into blogging, I remember when I got my first call from a company. I said, you know, and I was the first Nigerian blog set up just for parenting and motherhood. You oh, know, wow. everything else before that was, you know, lifestyle, but just pure parenting and motherhood. I was the mm. first blog. Wow! And I remember That's when a company, thank you, when a company reached out to me and said, "We've been seeing what you're doing. We watch you, what you've been writing. We love your content. We want you to come out to our factory we've just built in Lagos, and would love for you to let your parents, your community, know that we are now making this particular product mm. for children." locally oh wow so you became a brand representative exactly oh nice. so, when they, so they asked me for a rate card i was like what is that but i'm a businesswoman at heart so yeah. i didn't say i don't know what that is i said let me call you back <laughs> I'm, okay i'll get my admin to, to get in touch with you <laughs> i have an admin it was not me writing i didn't think of it as a as a as a, as a wealth creation process at all mm-hmm. i was just yeah trying to help people and create community right. around this. So anyway, long story short, that was the beginning of saying, oh, wow, is there something here? In addition to just passion mm-hmm. and giving information, there's actually something here in terms of companies who are looking for a platform where, and I only work with companies who are giving products and services that serve my audience. Yeah. Right? So basically that was how we all evolved. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give you another point that also shocked me mm-hmm. was when we had this huge fair in Lagos, Nigeria, and I went there. And two moms saw me on the street and they said, oh my God, you're Lagos moms. We've been following your content. We love what you talk about. And then they started asking me all these parenting questions Mm. and I froze Mm. because in my head, I wasn't trying to be any kind of expert. I was just bringing us all together to advise each other. But what became clear to me from that was, wow, these people are number one, they're, re- they're reading this content. Mm-hmm. It's transforming their parenting right. and they want more. Mm-hmm. So I realized then that I, there was something more here. And so I started to lean in. So Lagos Moms from there has evolved into a couple of things. Wow. I am now a certified life coach. You know, I've gone back for that. I got trained to be a life coach because okay. I don't like giving information if I don't feel like I'm equipped mm-hmm. or I'm trained to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I've also got trained in neuro-linguistic programming. Oh, which basically nice. in summary means your brain is a muscle mm-hmm. and you can, you can train it mm-hmm. to be effective, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I've also gotten trained in cognitive behavioral therapy. And, you know, I've also gotten trained in online safety and child safeguarding. Mm-hmm. So now this is a mix of things I offer. So when you come to me as a client, we're looking at your family and your parenting from various perspectives mm-hmm. to first uncover what do you need support with, mm-hmm. and then we're able to guide you in that con- in that direction. So I call it Lagos to the Wall. It started as a mom with two children mm-hmm. who just wanted a community. 
Mm -hmm. But from there, we've become a digital company that offers content, curates events, and mm -hmm. I myself sit as a parenting coach that's, that offers um, this service to families. Wow. That is, okay, so it's e um, it's almost like an e-village. So we're parenting as an e-village. Uh, very, very powerful. And um, so now the next step is what? Are we bringing the, the global, um, this organic global village to the rest of the world from Nigeria? And if so, how? Right. It's a great question. Um, so almost two years ago now, my family and I moved to the UK. Mm -hmm. So we're now based in the UK. And when I moved here, I'll say for the first six months to a year, I went back, I went into a bit of a hibernating state to figure out what now. Mm -hmm. So the company still runs as Lagos Moms because we're mostly an online platform. So the truth is, it doesn't matter where I sit. We're mm -hmm. still operating. We're still creating our content. I have a small team. And by the way, I love technology and AI. I've been using it from the time. So my team seems like it's more than the two or three of us because of how I use technology to, you know, to maximize getting out there. Right. So coming here now, it was like, okay, what now? You know, I definitely felt there was something new, something else. So what I've what I've done is to now um, I've now created a different company that I'm about to launch, and that's going to be focused around digital parenting, mm. and that's a that's a global solution because wow. I found that no matter where you sit as a parent, mm -hmm. the one thing that that um, connects us is our struggle with technology. Mm. Is our struggle with raising children in this digital world? Mm -hmm. We don't have the lived experiences. Yeah. So we don't really understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. And if you come as a parent from a place of fear or a place of you don't know what to do, the children are going to sniff that out. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. going to be reacting all the time. And nobody ever does well when you're constantly reacting. Mm -hmm. Your children are just going to flee. Like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm not even going to talk about this with mom because she just goes all out. So you mm -hmm. know what? Forget it. So that's my new chapter is really to focus on that mm -hmm. and to really help every family before your child gets a device, for example, because your child is living on the digital media streets. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for that e-village that we need to create around our children? Mm -hmm. So that's my next thing. Wow. And again, you are way ahead of the curve because now you are being extremely proactive um, with what's happening in these internet streets so that uh, you're catching, I'm going to say parents uh, who are within the tween to teen um, to young adult, you know, and even then we still call them children anyway. Um, right. <laughs> just just remembering um, the millennials are in their 40s now. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, but at the, at the end of it all, uh, it seems so strange though. Um, but at the end of it all, um, you are touching and you are harnessing an area that is and has been under attack um, in a very, very significant way, um, as, as you rightly said, even from a predatory standpoint, where you have um, children who don't really understand the danger that they put themselves in as they go online. And then you have some parents who are in, you know, as, as you said, intimidated by the whole essence of technology. So they really don't pay attention or at least don't know what to look out for. Um, as they, they, they're trying to parent their children and don't even realize sometimes these kids have code words that they're using and code phrases and that sort of stuff just to prevent themselves from being discovered. So um, I, I do believe that what you are doing is, <laughs> I, I call it, it, it's a sniper move on God's behalf. Mm -hmm. 
because um, the one thing with a sniper, you never see the sniper around until someone falls, right? Mm -hmm. So if if mm -hmm. parents become, as the word tells us, to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves, well, you know what's going on. You yeah. can identify, you know, the, the pattern, the behavior, the whatever, and you are basically in stealth mode because you're monitoring, you're, you know, you know how to monitor, you know what to monitor. And, um, you know, I, I find that very, very interesting. And, and I thank you for this very organic move and movement um, of what God has allowed you to create. So the next step is, and, and this was part of what I was um, going to get to, are we going to have um, another conference? You mentioned 10 years ago. So is there another conference afoot? And if so, where? What's happening? Tell us, give yes. us an update. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we're having our 10th edition of the conference. Okay, Denver. fantastic. Um, thank you. During the pandemic, because we used to have the conferences in person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our largest conference, I remember, was our fourth one. And we had a thousand parents register. We had 30 speakers. Wow. And we actually over five different panels. And mm. I remember having somebody at the door actually count. It's one thing to have a thousand that register for a free conference. Mm -hmm. It's another for them to come. And we actually had about 900 walk through the doors as at the time we counted. So that was huge. Wow. Um, and so during the pandemic, we decided, God said, you're not going to stop doing it because of lockdown, just mm -hmm. move it virtually. Mm -hmm. Actually, why not? So we did our seventh one virtually. It turned mm -hmm. out great. People were able to tune in from different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And they stayed on from beginning 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. They literally stayed on throughout. And people wow. messaged me after and said, if you charged us for this, we would have paid the quality of the panels, the information, because I handpick every speaker. Mm -hmm. I, I curate the event and I curate the panels, make sure that they connect. God always drops the theme for me at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. I don't move until I get a theme. Mm -hmm. I can seem very slow, but it's not slow. It's steady. Yeah. It's waiting for the right time. It doesn't feel right. I don't rush it. Mm -hmm. So that's how we've been doing it. So this year is the 10th edition. And mm -hmm. the theme this year is digital parenthood. Parenting in the e-village. Mm. And it's Beautiful. really around all of that. So I'm bringing it all together and mm. I'm using it as well as a launch pad for the brand I mentioned or the service I mentioned. Like, I, don't, I don't know if to call it a clinic. It's almost like a parent's clinic, right? Mm. Digital parenting, mm. digital savvy parenting. What does it mean to be savvy? It means mm. to be aware. What mm. does it mean to be digital? It means to understand that we are in the fourth industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. Where I, the digital age, it's not going anywhere. Right. So rather than resist it, we need to embrace it. Exactly. So we can actually get the children to trust us. Mm -hmm. So we can have a conversation around values and what does it mean and how to use it. Mm -hmm. So that conference is going to be virtual this, again this year mm -hmm. so that we can capture our global audience. And um, yeah, it's on Saturday, October 7th. And um, we've started to plan, started to put everything together. So we're looking forward to that. Amen. And Yeti, I am so grateful that you chose our platform to at least um, talk a little bit about this. And please note, it will be on all of our nine platforms, um, inclusive of Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, 
uh, all the iOS mobile and all the Android uh, mobile apps, as well as Cross TV. Um, and we uh, think we might do some blurbs on it on Facebook as well. So um, we have you covered. We, we do have you covered <laughs> because you. Uh, th this is such a valuable, and I say value, I attach great value to it because we're carrying the future of, of the nations, you know, and, and because it's something that God has assigned us to steward, um, we have to remember it is necessary, he says in Jeremiah 33 and 3, that we need to call unto him. And he said, he will show us, he will show us the great and the mighty things that we don't know anything about. So I'm grateful that your ears continue to be um, aligned with his voice. And therefore, what we have is, is God's prophetic utterance um, coming forth into the world for and on behalf of the nations through the parents that he has assigned to steward these children. So Yeti Williams, I am so grateful today. Um, is there anything that you want to add before we, we wrap up our message? We, we talked about the conference coming up, but um, is there anything that you would like uh, our audience to know before we wrap up? Yes, you know, I, and I guess I can't say here, and this also puts me under the um, pleasure, but uh, when you, sometimes when you speak something and it goes out, then you know that, you know, the, the activation behind that then comes in. So, you know, one of the things that I've done over the years with a lot of the support, and I speak a lot on platforms and schools and companies and churches, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mentioned when I started, God said, don't do it in a church. Right. Stand alone, but you will, you, churches will come to you because your message will be relevant. Amen. Right, no matter the religion, no matter where. Mm. And indeed, it's in Lagos, Nigeria, where I'm from, I've spoken at some of the... I mean, church is not about the size, but when you talk about churches that are leading Christianity in Nigeria, I've spoken mm. at almost every church in Nigeria on parenting, mm. intentional parenting, and digital parenting. Digital. So one of the things I get asked about a lot is, do you have a book? Do you have a book? <laughs> <laughs> and... For whatever reason, up to now, it hadn't felt like it was the right time, mm. but it does feel like the right time now. Amen. So I will work in as part of the conference is to actually launch, you know, a book this year to mark 10 years of hosting this parenting conference and to mark the launch into the next global stage of digital parenting. Amen. And Yeti Williams. You are and have been a blessing to so many. Uh, you've blessed us today, not only with your presence, but with some powerful information. And if you don't mind, could you just give us the website so that people can visit and uh, connect? And we will put it in our description as well. But uh, feel free. Could you just let us know the website? Uh, I think, Francie, mm -hmm. will put it on the um, on the, the credits as we, we go through. But if you don't mind. Absolutely. So yes, I, first of all, I want to also leave this message with parents. Don't feel overwhelmed. You were made to be a parent for such a time as this. If not, you wouldn't be a parent. So I feel we already carry that internal ability to be the best parent to the children God has blessed us with. But we have to be aware that we're not in we're in this world, but not of this world. So what does that mean? You know, be as wise as <clears throat> be as wise as the serpent, but yet as gentle as the dove. I've sat on that for a long time to understand the import of what that means. Mm. It's like be aware, but don't lose the bigger picture, right? And so I just want parents to never feel that they've gone down the wrong path and there's no coming back. <clears throat> there's mm. always the coming back, you know? So that's that's the message I wanted to leave because I don't like parents feeling heavy and defeated. Amen. No, 
you can wow. always figure it out. So in terms of finding where to connect with me, our website, lagosmoms.com is our headquarters. 10 years worth of content from everything from what to pack in your hospital bag all the way to when do you give your child their first device, right? So that has all that information for you. And then across social media, we are we are social. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Lagos Moms. Lagos Moms. All right. Well, for those of you who have um, had questions about parenting, again, it's a difficult landscape, but help is here. LagosMoms.com. We thank you for your time. We say blessings upon you. And may the blessing of the Lord, we say grace and peace be upon you in Jesus' name. Until Amen. next time, Small Talk signing out. God bless you. Bye, everyone. Welcome to Small Talk. You are on with your entertainer. That is the BBCN, the number one place for space for faith, family, and fun.